When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, y'all. I'm Joe Tower, and this is Tales of Male Folly, true stories told live that put the shame and embarrassment back into being a man. Or also, as it turns out, a woman! Tales of Male Folly now proudly presents alternating all-male and all-female live shows so that we can get all the tales of folly from both sides of the gender line. This podcast will release two new episodes every month, each featuring one new story by one new storyteller performed live at one of our past LA-based shows. These stories will be presented to you here as is. I guarantee you that what you're about to hear is 100% unfucked with. In addition, we'll also release one supplementary episode per month featuring a one-on-one conversation between myself and some of the top players in the storytelling game. Any way you get it, download it, receive it, listen to it, hear it, come watch it. It's all Tales of Male Folly. Real good stories about doing dumb shit. Enough idle chit-chat. Let's get down on some folly. From our September show of last year, our one and only appearance at LA's famed but now bygone iOS Comedy Theater, you're about to hear from Brian O'Connell, lovingly known in LA improv circles as BOC. He's an actor, writer, director, one-fifth of the multimedia comedy juggernauts Dr. God, and an improv comedy maestro. In the following lamentation, BOC revisits the tragic demise of his relationship with his super ex, who possessed a lot of, for lack of a better term, eccentricities. As the scene he paints goes from weird to weirder, bad to badder, BOC cops to a male folly classic, just not knowing when to say when. This is Brian O'Connell's Tale of Male Folly. So, when I was thinking about male folly, I tried to think of the dumbest things I'd ever done. And I think this is probably, like, the boys have heard some of this before, but I don't think they've heard this particular story. Uh, <clears throat> this is a story of how I ended up at the VIP husbands and boyfriends table at Crazy Girls on La Brea five minutes after meeting my soon-to-be ex-fiance's lesbian lover. <clears throat> Doing the flashback for a second. Uh, come with me, if you will, back to 1990. I meet this girl. I know Joe is taping this, so I will not say the name. Uh, and also, mm, fuck her. She doesn't get deserve any of this. Um, so I met her in the eighth grade. She ended up being my best friend. When I met her, she had uh, never drank, never smoked, was still a virgin. Uh, her parents were divorced. I'm from High Point, North Carolina, furniture capital of the world. There are only three quasi-famous people from High Point. That's John Coltrane, American Idol winner Fantasia Barino, and me. 
When you drive into High Point, it says home of American Idol winner Fantasia Barino, and I'm mad for John Coltrane. <laughs> so her father lived in Cincinnati, Ohio. She bounced back and forth. We lost touch with each other, came back. But always, uh, we like rewrote letters because I'm old, and you write letters when you're old uh, in your flashback stories. Anywho, uh, beautiful, smart, talented. I think I'm a pretty decent actor. She's a better actress than me. If you had to imagine what she looked like, imagine if Elizabeth Hurley and uh, Julia Roberts somehow were able to have a baby. That's what she looked like. Yeah, just, yeah, uh uh-huh, stunning. Wait for it. Because it's about to get real fucking ugly. Uh, So she moved out here ahead of time in 2000 to sort of set up shop for us. She did a dangerous lack of research about Los Angeles because she wanted to work in Hollywood, and she moved in with her cousin to Redondo Beach. And wondered why she ran out of money so soon. Um, The two things I made her promise before she left was uh, you have to stop doing cocaine, and you are no longer allowed to strip. Both of those things went by the wayside very quickly. Um, So I moved out here in August 28th of 2000. That's when I landed here. Um, I was supposed to come a little earlier, but I booked a job in Europe for five weeks. Five weeks, five countries, $1,500, and they gave me a daily stipend, and all I had to do was be in a shitty reality show that was never going to see the air. Uh, So I did it. Um, I spent some of that time trying to get her to come out. She refused to do it. And I found out after that gig was over that uh, they were going to, the production company was going to try and fly her out to surprise me uh, in France, in Paris. And we're going to have a real romantic uh, dinner. You know, wonderful. uh, You know, it's going to make for good TV. Um, I only found out after the fact that it didn't end up happening because she didn't think she was getting paid enough money and she wanted to fly first class. (laughs) Yeah, wait, it gets nicer. Um, So I land August 28th, uh, but before I go to that European trip, I figure, you know, I should fly out to Los Angeles and see my fiance because, you know, when you go across, you know, overseas, something might happen, something dangerous. She picks me up from the airport. We're we're in the car at this point. She has moved to a more reasonable uh, place on Olympic and La Brea, no longer in Redondo Beach. And uh, on the drive from the airport, Uh, airport to her new place she tells me that she thinks she might be a lesbian I took that in stride uh, because I try to be open minded I don't know Um, we hung out for a couple days and went well I mean she like we still had sex that should have been my first clue that not everything was on the up and up Um, but that's also on the drive back to the airport so I can go back to North Carolina and then go to Europe for five weeks Uh, she tells me that she has indeed started stripping again at the world famous Crazy Girls on La Brea so I move out here on August 28th I drive out here with me and my cat Mumu Jones we make three stops all three of them in the worst assholes of the universe which is West Memphis, Arkansas Amarillo, Texas and Las Vegas, Nevada August 29th, I go see her at work, and I am introduced to what is very clearly her lesbian lover that she's been uh, having sex with the entire time that I was in uh, Europe. 
because uh, apparently first class is the only way that she's going to leave this beautiful woman. <clears throat> I meet her in the lobby, or like like just inside the front door by the ATM of Crazy Girls. I'm confident it's her lesbian lover because when she introduces me to her as this is my fiance, Brian, the woman proceeds to laugh in my face. <laughs> And then give me one of these handshakes. <laughs> um, I have a college degree. I'm not dumb. <laughs> so then I'm shuffled off uh, to the table. And this is where it gets real fun. Where it's like, oh, no, it's okay if you're a boyfriend or a husband of one of the dancers, but you have to sit in this specific table so the bouncers can keep an eye on you. Uh, the, the manager, Gino, was lovely to me. So I sit down at the table, and very quickly I know I'm weighing over my head because uh, at this table it is me, Brian James O'Connell, sucker, nobody, just moved to Los Angeles literally yesterday. Uh, Peter Green, a.k.a. Zed from Pulp Fiction, a.k.a. Redfoot <laughs> from The Usual Suspects. Rob Zombie. <laughs> the stripper he was dating looked exactly like Rob Zombie. Sands the beard. There was no difference. Otherwise, they all had like, you know, the muscle car tattoos. Um, and then Alan and Robin Thick, <laughs> who were there wingmanning for each other. I knew that because uh, Alan and Robin and I would go occasionally and have a cigarette in the alley as they proceeded to pick up on girls, AKA and or slash apologize to the dancers for not um, calling them back. Uh, and then they would uh, proceed to look at me with a knowing glance of like, right? And I'm like, no, no. You're Mike Seaver. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, Mike Seaver? Mr. Seaver? I don't know. Um, this, is, this is way pre-Robin Thicke, by the way. Oh, this is 2000 Robin Thicke. This is just, you know, when I get you alone, Robin Thicke. Uh, so I proceed to sit at that table. I will say that um, Rob Zombie was the coolest to me. He was very cool. He was down to earth. He was just very chill. He was like, what's your name, Brian? Like, we talked about, if you thought we talked about horror movies, you were correct. We talked about horror movies. And uh, how much we both love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I'll take a little bit of credit for that, for him getting that, maybe. I don't know. No, he did Halloween. Fuck him. I didn't do anything. <clears throat> uh, Peter Green was the most insane because he uh, was already in his uh, really heavy heroin period at that point. Uh, and he told me at not one, not twice, but three separate times throughout the night, as if he was telling me for the first time each time uh, that he had inoperable brain cancer and that he had maybe six months to live. And uh, you know, I'm college educated. I'm like, mm, you just have a heroin problem. Uh, very clear. <clears throat> I've done no drugs in my life whatsoever. The, you would think that would be the weirdest part of the night. But no, the weirdest part is that, that I sat there and didn't immediately leave and say, go fuck yourself and go back to North Carolina. Uh, no, I, t I was like, I can make this work. <laughs> I'm here now. And ladies, uh, feel free to uh, empathize with me because I have finally understood the concept and the idea behind, no, I can change them. <laughs> I could not change them. Spoiler alert. Uh, no, the weirdest thing of that night was as uh, my soon-to-be ex-fiance, I landed August 28th of 2000 on Halloween of 2000, an hour before I had to go to work. Uh, she uh, left me. Uh, yeah, perfect timing. I still went to work because I'm a fucking professional. 
Um, no, the weirdest part of the night is watching my soon-to-be ex-fiance, unbeknownst to me, uh, giving lap dances to just every random weirdo in Los Angeles who I've just met as I'm standing next to, like, Alan and Robin Thick. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, I got a light. Sure, whatever you need, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Canada's great. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Um, I'm watching her give all these dances, and I'm, I guess I'm in shock, or I'm just like, oh, this is okay. I watched you dance at Tiffany's Cabaret in Greensboro, North Carolina. This is no different here. I don't understand how you're just ruining your career because now everyone knows you as a stripper, and I'm just, I'm fucking, uh, but her lesbian lover, who was also a dancer there, was livid. Every time she danced for someone, I would look over at the lesbian lover and she's just fucking angry and stink eye and just like cannot believe that she's doing this to her. And I'm like, I'm the fiance, I bought a ring. <laughs> and you just met me. So the idea of fidelity is way out of the picture. So flash forward, yeah, she, um, between August 28th and uh, Halloween of 2000, my ex-fiance, or soon to be ex-fiance, was very busy. Um, she still owes me four grand. Uh, I f uh, faked a miscarriage, so she made me take care of her for three days after she, you know, lost our baby. And then like a year later, someone explained to the dumb fucking man that, did she go to the hospital? No. Well, then she lied to you because you just can't have a miscarriage in the bathroom and then eat soup for three days and then be okay. You have to go see a doctor. And I was like, oh, okay, that was another lie. Um, so like three months after she moved out, I got a letter. Uh, she got a letter from a pawn shop. And my sister used to work at uh, Coins and Stuff, the pawn shop in uh, North Carolina. I was like, mm, I know this is a federal crime. Don't care. <laughs> yep. You have uh, 10 days to retrieve your item or we'll own it out. And I called her up. Boop, 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 boop. No hello. No how's it going. I was like, Just tell me it's not the ring. And her response was, oh, thank God. They said they had lost it. I was like, not the right response <clears throat> at all. Uh, she did a couple of Skinamax movies. I highly recommend looking up uh, The Seduction of Maxine. It's very easy to find. It's the only softcore porn that Tara Patrick did. Uh, she's doing it under an assumed name, but trust me, it's her. Uh, yeah, I know, because my roommate asked, and I was like, no, it's definitely her. And she was like, wait, wait, let me, let me wait until I can see her face. Uh, yeah, because she's being done from behind while going down on Tara Patrick. I'm sure they did a lot of cocaine. Uh, and this last one <clears throat> that I found out about, uh, not just her like moving in with a guy and a girl that she was friends with that she danced and then stealing that guy and then moving to Florida together. And he was like a big, his dad was like big mucky muck in Massachusetts politics. And he was like flunked out of med school because he couldn't do corpses. And he was an amateur pilot and he was flying back and forth to Puerto Rico. Uh, uh, you know, cocaine trafficking and like his partner fucked him over and stole two kilos from the Hells Angels. And I, I don't know if you know anything about the Hells Angels, but if you don't have their cocaine or their money, they frown upon that. Uh, but the number one thing that I found about, <clears throat> and this is the one that every time I've ever met a guy who says that he has a worse breakup story or our girl screwed him over, I'm always like, I will bet my bar tab against your bar tab that I have a worse breakup story than you do. Feel free to go first and feel free to fucking embellish because I've got an ace in the hole that you can just not beat. So uh, all the other stuff I just told you and 
she cheated on me while we were still fiancés. Uh, she cheated on me with many me. <laughs> Vern Troyer Jr., the little person from Austin Powers 2. He came into Crazy Girls. He gave her the hotel room key. She went with him because he had the most cocaine. She had sex with him. She came back around, ooh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon the next day, and the roommate who ended up being my roommate because she was like, she fucked you over. I don't care. You seem like a good dude. You can stay here with me. Um, she was like, oh, how do you And then without, probably the funniest thing, because again, I told you, she was super talented, way better actress than me. Uh, Anna asked her, how did it go? And she went, uh, she lit a cigarette, looked at Anna and said, I have sunk to a new low. Which is a pun, because he's a little person and it works very well. <laughs> uh, and then she went to her room. So I guess the idea is that I wasn't smart enough, you know, the male folly that uh, I immediately didn't run away screaming from that, and I just uh, wasted the first three years I was in Los Angeles not seeing any of my friends, running a pool hall, running games after hours, spending a lot of money, uh, making a lot of money, spending a lot of money, none of it going up my nose. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. Why would you do cocaine after that happens to you? Uh, and that's uh, the nice part is that, you know, flash forward... <laughs> Flash forward uh, 17 years, uh, I get to be on this stage at this place that saved my life, and I get to be friends with my great brothers and Dr. God and do Joe Towers' show. Thank you. I'm Brian Connell. Thanks for listening to Tales of Male Folly. If you dug what you heard, please subscribe and or rate us below. If you hated what you heard, tell us what we did wrong so we can try to appease your unreasonable expectations. JK haters, Tales of Male Folly, the podcast, is a Hatbeard production that can also be found on the Extra Credit Network. It's produced and hosted by me, Joe Tower, and executive produced and edited by Brian Weiss. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Pippa, and Spotify. Our live show is produced at various venues in and around LA by me, Joe Tower, with the help of Alex Gradet and Brian Weiss. It's presented in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Los Angeles. For even more details and where and when to see one of our live shows, peep us at www.talesofmalefolly.com or email talesofmalefolly at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram, but not Twitter. Twitter is for trolls and white supremacists. We all know that. Twitter is dead. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.